You're listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Don't be a juice bag. This is called Pirate Radio. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? You run around this city like it's your damn shooting gallery. Yeah, what do you do? What do you do? You act like it's a playground. You beat up the bullies with your fists. You throw them in jail. Everybody calls you a hero, right? And then a month, a week, a day later, they're back on the streets doing the yeah. same goddamn so, thing. So you just put them in the morgue. You goddamn right, I do. One chooses to walk the way of the Mandalore. You are both hunter and prey. This is the way. This is the way. The Force will be with you. Always. Be bold. Be brave. Courageous. Black alert. It's called Pirate Radio. We a refuge for great geeks, cause round here we don't get geek. We don't care for the hate speech. That's why we ain't mainstream. So we linked up on the same team. No heights we can't reach. We are fan, we're hearts true. If you feel the same, sing along too. Say great geek, great geek, refuge, refuge, great geek, great geek, refuge, refuge. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. It's like, yeah, uh, no, action news. And now, your host, Mike Lutzberg. I'm totally gonna use that, too. <laughs> Hello, friends, and welcome to a spooky episode of At The Diner. Why spooky? Because we're talking about the first horror movie in the MCU, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, my name is Mike Lunsford. I'm your host for this episode of At The Diner. Uh, I'm joined by two spooktacular hosts as well. I've got Mr. MC Brooks and I've got James Rambo. I am jumping right into this because I'm not trying to make a hot take here but I think I like this better than I like Spider-Man. I like statement. Yeah, I like <laughs> Spider-Man No Way Home a lot, but I think I liked Doctor Strange more. I think that this was a better movie per se, because I, I don't I don't know. I'm, I might just be just running my mouth. I do this sometimes with movies. I get excited after I really after I watch it and I really like them. Um, so let me temper my 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 words here. <laughs> um, I liked both movies a lot, but I, I did like Doctor Strange uh, more. I thought there was, I don't want to say more substance to it. I just, I enjoyed this a lot, mostly because I fucking love Sam Raimi and I love his style and him directing this. I was a little worried because the original director and who was the original director for this? Scott Derrickson. Or Scott Derrickson. Thank you, MC. Um, I don't know much about Scott Derrickson's uh, body of work, Um, but when they were like, well, Derrickson's off the project and now it's Sam Raimi. I was like, oh yes. I was very excited about that. Um, what what else has Scott Derrickson done? Scott Derrickson did the first Doctor Strange. He oh, also he did, did uh, I believe, it was the Insidious Ooh, series, okay. or I at least like, one or two of those. I did like Insidious. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, sure before we jump into our takes on Doctor Strange, we'll kind of dovetail here for just a second. Um, what was the no, reason? sorry sinister it was sinister. sinister okay yeah he did uh, uh sinister uh he's got he's doing the upcoming black phone uh and the exorcism of emily rose what was the issue what why did derrickson leave the project the uh oft cited creative differences um i've heard that that as specific as as i've heard is um they wanted uh marvel wanted uh, more inclusion of, char- of various characters, and also they had a very firm release date. And he was like, "I am not going to be making a movie to a date, like Ooh, I, yeah. at least not at least not that tight." Um, I also saw something about uh, the rating of it too. That mm-hmm. there was a lot of talk about Doctor Strange uh, potentially being the first R-rated MCU movie, and Marvel Ooh. kind of sticking by its sticking by its no. PG-13 is the best you'll get. I couldn't... Wow. Like, can you imagine? Because this movie was pretty intense as it is. Can you imagine oh an God. R... Can you imagine an R-rated version of this? Holy shit. It's been amazing. 
Yeah. Well, it wouldn't have been robot oil on Wanda in the A3A. No. <laughs> so, oh man, Derrickson has done so many great movies, and he also did Danger Stood Still, and that movie sucked. Yeah. There you oh, go. that was not good. That's that's why that's why you were that's why you <laughs> left. Um, I, I mentioned it before. I, I really really enjoyed this movie. I love Sam Raimi. Um, his directing style is just. I like when you can see things that a director does and you immediately know who it is. So even if I didn't know it was Sam Raimi, as soon as he did that, that, that turn of the camera at that awkward angle to show you that something wasn't right. As soon as he started focusing on eyes a whole lot, I was like, yep, there he is. There's my boy. All right. Like I was, I was super excited about that. Like all of his Raimi hallmarks and the fact that fucking Bruce Campbell was in it. Like, (laughs) And like, I loved his role. Like, I, I can't even remember what his name was, the pizza guy, but like- Pizza Papa. Yeah, he goes, nobody says that to the pizza Papa. I was yeah. like, fucking Bruce Campbell. Pizza Thank Papa you, always gets paid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Outstanding. I, I, I enjoyed every minute of this movie. I enjoyed the shit out of Benedict Cumberbatch. And like, I love that he has become this de facto babysitter for the younger heroes. Like all of the teenage kids come to him. It's like Peter Parker comes to him. Not only that, America Chavez comes to him. And like, it's not even like he likes kids. He just becomes this like de facto stepdad in a way where it's just like, yeah, let me let me help you out. Let me fix your problems. I, I thought this movie was well done. Uh, I read some of the criticisms that people had of it uh, before I watched it. And I don't necessarily agree with what they had to say. A lot of them thought that the handling of Wanda's character and killing her. Um, oh, fuck. Spoilers. My bad. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's been two. They should know by this point. Yeah. It, it, by the time this comes out, yeah. it will almost be two weeks. Well, and we don't even know for sure. And that's the other thing with the multiverse. You can't say that anybody's dead. So, yeah. But like... Nobody. I mean, if you don't see a yeah. body... Yeah, true. Um, I... The fact that they they went as far as they did, uh, the fact that like, yeah, I just, I, I enjoyed this a lot, but that was the criticism of it was that like, oh, well, they really shelved Wanda and they made her crazy. And like, but that's the character in the comics. Now, at the same time, I saw a meme um, and I'm going to shout them out. I've never done it before. Our friends over at Paprika. Um there was a meme on the Paprika Facebook group that said, um, yeah, but it's comic, uh, it's comic accurate. And somebody says, yeah, but those comics were fucking lame. <laughs> there you go, Daryl said, yeah, but those comics suck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought that was really funny. And like I, the, the way Wanda was handled in the comic books was really outdated in a lot of ways. They always made her the crazy woman. And that kind of sucks. Uh, what they've done with her in the MCU has been better. Uh, there were moments where, it, you saw that in this too but like grief is a is a thing that fucks with you and like i can I, this made sense to me I, I understand that like people had their their gripes with it and that's fine i'm not saying they're wrong but like this made sense with what we saw in wandavision with the way that she handled her grief like she she lost it unfortunately it really fucked with her and somebody so powerful as her to not like do anything with her grief. Cause what did she do at the end of WandaVision? She was like, well, now I got the dark hold. So I'm going to study some shit yeah. and I'm going to figure out how to bring my kids back. So I felt like this was consistent with that. I felt like it wasn't out of the realm of where this character should be. Um, I, I love the turn at the end. I love that like villain, 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 villain. Oh fuck. I'm a monster. Yeah. Portrait of Dorian Gray. Yeah. I thought it was absolutely fantastically handled. Um, again, I didn't hate Benedict Cumberbatch, and normally I do. He just comes off as a smug prick all the time. But like, I think that's just Doctor Strange. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like in other things, I've, in other things I've seen him into, he's been yeah. kind of a smug prick too. But like, yeah, he plays this role well, and like he, I'm seeing a consistent thing now with these Marvel movies, man. These actors that they have are putting in amazing performances. Elizabeth Olsen was incredible. Benedict Cumberbatch, also incredible. Oscar Isaac, we were just talking about him in the Moon Knight. He was fucking phenomenal. Like these people are putting in amazing performances. So I've I've gushed enough. Let me hand uh, hand the reins here um, to Mr. Uh, Mr. Rambo. 
give me your take on this, man. What'd you think of, uh, of, of Dr. Strange two? Oh, I enjoyed the hell out of it. Um, my, my few gripes are mostly like a lot of that dialogue, particularly early on is clunky as shit. Um, and it's very much like you may as well have the characters turn the camera and go, this is what is happening now in case you were unclear. Um, it is very expository in, in the first, like, I'd say probably like 20 to 30 minutes of the movie. Um, and like, and, and not even, like, I, I get that, you know, expository dialogue is necessary. You have to be able to, to set up the audience and, and let them know what's, what's going on and, and establish certain things. But it was just, it felt, it felt just badly written. Uh, and, and not just, uh, uh, not just expository, but actually like poorly executed dialogue. Um, but yeah, I thought that they did a really good job, um, walking the line between, I mean, this is, this is as, as horrific a movie as we've gotten so far for, in terms of like, you know, gore and violence. Um, it is the weirdest, darkest movie so far. Shout out to fucking Danny Elfman for making some of the most interesting music we've gotten in a Marvel movie, hands down. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, because, man, have those scores just bled the fuck together. Um, Alan Silvestri is, is a talented man. He's a hardworking dude. But, like, when you have one person doing all the music, it can end up sounding very, very similar. Um to the point regarding, uh, uh, the, the, yeah, the the, the I, I saw someone on TikTok refer to it as the misogynistic nonsense we got. I'm like, hold the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So there's a quote from the showrunner uh, for WandaVision, whose name escapes me at the moment, unfortunately. Um, and she made a point to say that she didn't want Wanda, she didn't want to have it be just like, you know, a woman with powers goes crazy. She wanted it to be more nuanced, um, and and uh, and she feels like she she did that really well. Um, and then conversely, a lot of people online have said that they looked at this movie and the way Juan is portrayed as being uh, exactly that, as you know, woman gets powers and goes crazy. Um, funny thing about that. I love WandaVision. It is hands down my favorite of the MCU shows. But I think that that show is a great example of taking the, um, you know, over-emotional uh, woman trope and handling it very well, but not, not doing it. The whole time, Wanda is enslaving a town yeah because of her grief and she's not really aware she's even doing it at first but there are two moments in particular where it's like no no no, that's a villain choice one is when her powers slip for a second and everybody kind of wakes up and they start talking to her and, and and begging her to let them go about how much pain they're in about how awful it is and she's like I can't deal with this right now and puts them all back under the trance. The second time is the end of the show where she takes the dark hold and just flies off. Yeah. The, like in both instances, she has shirked the responsibility In both instances, she has made the selfish choice. And that is not something that a one, it's not something that a hero does. Um, and two, it's not something that um, someone who has all of their faculties necessarily does. I would say arguably that the first choice is more um, her not being fully in control of herself. And the second choice is her being fully aware. Everything that Wanda does in this movie, she knows what the fuck she's doing. She is making clear, conscious choices. Is she making the wrong ones? Absolutely. But let's not get it twisted into some like, oh, well, the Darkhold was controlling her. No, the Darkhold was influencing her, but she chose to use that. Um, 
she's also like again she's fully aware of what she's doing and there was the um there was a clip that was in the trailer where Wanda's talking to Strange and we now know that it's them it's the first conversation they have in the movie where she's like you know you do something and you're a hero I do the same thing and I'm a villain why do you think that is and a lot of people kind of jumped on that as being like yeah yeah that's sexism uh no <laughs> in different contexts sure it could be sexist but this is actually different situations and the thing that people aren't paying attention to is this is right up there with when bill in kill bill gives his description of clark kent and why superman showcases clark in the way that he does the villain is explaining something to you this is no different from when killmonger is talking about fucking like genocide in order to like boost people up um thanos was right it's up there with the fucking yeah yeah just because someone is charismatic and because they can walk you through their logic it doesn't mean that what they're saying or doing is right just because you have a bit of a point doesn't mean that your execution for said point is lawful or justified in any way the ends do not necessarily uh uh um justify the means justify the means um so yeah i i thought that was very interesting is um well and that's and i i agree and like that's the thing is is it sexist in a way yeah it is but it doesn't justify her controlling an entire town because of her grief it doesn't justify how many fucking people did she kill in this movie well that's the thing it's not the the reaction isn't okay, this, this, this crazy lady's gone crazy again. This is, I, I argue it's not sexist because it's not being done because she's a woman. It's being done because she's doing monstrous bullshit. Oh yeah, 100%. Also, the, the idea that, um, that this is the first time we've run into someone making like, oh, oh, the, the woman uh, uh, has suffered some trauma and she just goes crazy. Oh yeah like Hawkeye who lost his family and just started murdering motherfuckers like Loki who finds out he's adopted and decides he's going to commit genocide. Like this is not the first time we've seen a character deal with some trauma and go really, really hardcore in the wrong direction. Magneto, for example, was a, a Holocaust survivor and saw his mother get killed by a guy who was trying to trigger his mutant powers and hates humanity because of this. Like, trauma creates villains all the time. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. Could, could this be construed as sexist misogynist? Absolutely. Out of context. But when you apply the proper context to this situation, to this, pe- this particular narrative, it is a different story. Yeah. I 100% agree. Um, Mr. Brooks, what's your take on Dr. Strange? Sorry, I was on mute. Um, <laughs> firstly, I, I echo everything that you all have, have said to this point. I'm in complete, full, full, full agreement. Um, so on the front end, I'll say I love the movie. I love the shit out of this movie. Um, I want to go see it again. I probably will go see it again uh, later today or some point in the next couple of days. Nice. Um, but I, I, I pretty much enjoyed it. I wanted to piggyback off of what you guys were saying too, in that I, I do think that <clears throat> some of the criticism of this too also stems from the fact that this movie got pushed back. Because if you remember, this movie was originally supposed to come out the weekend after the finale of WandaVision. This was supposed to be a continuation. No shit. It was. It was supposed. It was supposed to be a continuation of that. This was supposed to be the because it came out at the very. It was like the last weekend of March. Dude, that would have been and intense. I, and, and I remember because remember this is one. If you go back to some of our early, our podcasts uh, uh, last late last year, we talked about like how awesome March was going to be because we were going to get the Batman at the beginning of March and Doctor Strange at the end of March before everything got pushed back. And so I think a lot because we're we're over a year and some change removed from WandaVision, and I'm certain most people haven't probably haven't gone back to watch it or or only have you know spotty memories in terms of what happened in that show. 
they probably aren't remembering everything that that you mentioned, Rambo, about like, yeah, no, she absolutely enslaved the whole town and has several moments where, excuse me, she, she was making conscious choices to keep those people there, right? So I, I think part of it is, I think part of the reaction to it is that people are, are not forgetting because so much others, we've gotten uh, bombarded with so much other, not only just Marvel, but superhero content in general between March 2020 and May 20, uh, March 2021 and May, May, uh, May 2022, that people are just not remembering. Because if you, I feel like if you watch WandaVision and then you go watch this, everything will make way more sense in terms of Wanda's character arc. And you won't be making these silly arguments about her characterization and whether or not she's a villain. She was a villain in WandaVision. Yeah. We just she we were just sympathetic to her because we got to watch her her grief and some of the reveals that we got in real time. We got to follow her over the course of it and see her go through all those various stages of it. But even in going through all of that, it doesn't make Wanda not a villain for what she did in Westview. And you can, it's very easy to draw the connecting point between what happened there and what happened in in in, uh, in, in this movie in particular. Also, just want to shout out too, it's kind of interesting, the the entire arc being about, you know, Wanda's, you know, motherhood and literally the movie, if you shorten it, comes uh, his yeah. mom. It's M-O-M. It, M-O-M it released mom. on yeah. Mother's Day weekend. On oh, Mother's Which, Day weekend, yeah. Wow. That's, that's not, yeah. <laughs> like, like it's, it's genius marketing Marvel. Um, but you know, I I mean I I absolutely enjoyed it. The the, the performances by both Benedict Cumberbatch and Elizabeth Olsen were fantastic for I mean for different reasons. Benedict played multiple versions of himself yeah. mm-hmm. in this in this movie. And then Elizabeth was just, I mean, she was horrific. <laughs> like her, she was a yeah. horrific villain and scary and frightening. And she played like Watching her on screen was very unsettling, even as someone who was just watching in the theater and not physically in, yeah. you know, in wherever she was. Like her fucking wrecking Kamartage was, I mean, that entire scene with the, the mirrors when she contorted her body. Oh, dude. And Kate, man. like, um, that, that shit, like, that ooh. was, ooh, it was, it was very unsettling. Do and you then, have a wife? <laughs> and just that shit like yeah. <laughs> it's just like oh no and then right, yeah. that motherfucker like string cheese yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah like oh yeah she, she fucked the illuminati up and Listen, like i mean uh, i was just about to just about to get to that it was just which is also which i think is also a testament to how like them showcasing how powerful that she was yeah because um i was what um the I don't remember if it was Sam Raimi or if it was the the writer for the movie, but one of the two sat down like one of the the early drafts of this movie didn't have her killing the Illuminati. Not at least not everybody. She was going to she was going to wipe out most of them and incapacitate the rest. Um, But then ultimately they were just like, well, well, if we're going to do it, let's just go all in. And that's what led to. And and, and some of these changes were made with um, with uh, the reshoots. Because the re- the reshoots are where a lot of uh, where some stuff was added in, such as our you know our look at uh, Mr. Reed Richards was something that was done during the reshoots. It was not originally part of the movie. Um, but yeah, I've, I I enjoyed I enjoyed this movie. There were some there were a ton of great um, great characterizations. I kind of wanted a little bit more with America Chavez. Uh, to, yeah. to to be honest, yeah. I, I definitely would have would have liked to 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 be more i think some of the criticisms uh, surrounding her character are i think they're uh, valid in terms of like a ton most of a ton of her depictions she's a, a little bit more brown and has a curlier hair pattern than the actor that they chose to portray her um I, but but I, I love sochi i think she did a, a phenomenal yeah, job say, in but so, movie. sochi fits with with her like as far as like the casting right like as far as like her I mean, um, there are there are, but there are depictions of America Chavez that look like her too. So it's not like it's uh, yeah, okay. it's not like that that version of her came out of nowhere. I mean, it's not like they put Scarlett Johansson in the role. It's just you know? yeah, it's not like yeah, yeah. But I mean, I, I, it's still a thing, you know, like to you know to abrade to you know for to erase the brownness of of, oh, a, of a of a character. But even even with that, I I, I like the characterization. I want to see more 
with her. I, I, I want them to really lean, you know, whenever she shows up again, I want them to kind of lean into some of the other aspects of her, like the fact she's LGBTQ. Um, her, you know, I want to see them, I want to see her go on her quest to like find her, her moms and, oh, yeah. and all that too. And I, I, Especially I think because just, now she has control over her powers. Oh yeah, no, uh, for sure, for, for, for sure. So um, I, I definitely want to want to uh, see more with her. And um, overall, I, I dug the movie. Um, she had a line that was heartbreaking that I absolutely loved when she, they're talking about the dreams that everybody has. And like, if you have a dream, it's basically like one of your uh, multiverse counterparts experiencing that thing, right? And she says, I don't dream. And I was like, fuck. And she also explained that like, she's the only version of herself. There are no other multiverse versions of her. It's just her. I was, that was, damn dude, that was heartbreaking, but mm -hmm. also like kind of cool. Um, this movie had a ton of moments like that. Um, the one when, when he goes to, and that was the thing I was trying to figure out, like the Dr. Strange that we get in that dark dimension, the one that had the dark hold is that's not the same one from what if, right? No, no. Okay. I didn't think so. I was just, I was making sure. Um, I think what if was, was set up in terms of like, you know, a thing to watch to kind of prep for this in yeah. terms of more just like the feel of it. The concept. Yeah. yeah. The, like, yeah. Like, like and conceptually, also, not necessarily this exact character. And yeah. also a misdirection because we did get uh, yeah. Captain Carter in this too. So, and, and like, we kind of, we theorized yeah. about this beforehand because we saw her shield and some of the promo stuff before it. So yeah. we thought that this may have more ties to, to what if than. Yeah. Shout um, out to, shout out got. to Haley Atwell though, man, that she must've hit the gym. Cause she looked great. Like I, she I mean, just, yeah. Yeah. I mean, in like, fairness, there's never really been a time when she's looked bad. Yeah. There ain't, there ain't <laughs> nothing. There, there ain't a time. Yeah. There, yeah. You could, you could catch her eating, you know, French fries and a pair of sweatpants and a sweatshirt and she'd look great. Yeah. But like, no, she, she just looked, she looked outstanding. Like I loved every moment of her on screen when she's fighting Wanda and Wanda, I can't remember what Wanda said to her. And she's like, I can do this all day. I was like, fuck yeah, you can. I was like, <laughs> so I saw that. I saw that with Phil in the theater. Yeah. And as soon as Wanda had, it was something like, you know, give up or, or like, you know, running out of time or something like that. As soon as she set her up, it was like, watch this. <laughs> and then she said, oh, and we were like, yes. Yes, I got you <laughs> She said the thing. Yeah. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that. But I also, like, there's a certain, like, sick sense that I enjoyed watching her fuck the Illuminati up. I enjoyed yeah. watching yeah, no, her tear them sure. to shreds. And, like, with Professor X, again, shout out to Patrick Stewart, man. This dude is just killing it. Like, this version of Professor X was so much more accurate than the ones we've seen in the X-Men, I feel. Like, they mischaracterized him in, in some of those Brian Singer ones. But like with this one, he was compassionate. He was like, no, we're going to help you, Dr. Strange, because you're our friend. I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. And like him going into Wanda's psyche and trying to help her. And then she just like, I thought she broke his neck and you corrected me and you were like, no, no. It took somebody pointing it out, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Like she, she slowed she, the scene down. Just yeah. rips his head. Just rips his head. Jesus. Yeah, that shit is fucking crazy. Just brutal. Like, but yeah, that was... And it, it, and it also loved, just yeah i love yeah. the horror aspects of this like it, it made it it puts you on the edge of your seat the whole time like i yeah go ahead so no well i was gonna uh trend well not transition but how did you guys feel about the illuminati depiction like was was this the team that you were kind of expecting you know given going into it we kind of like we knew mordo uh, right we we assumed mordo was going to be part of it obviously uh dr um uh, excuse me professor x was alluded to in the in the trailer but like was this the, the the squad you were kind of anticipating i wanted tom cruise iron man i don't even like tom cruise but <laughs> i wanted tom cruise iron man i don't know why it just you know it would have been fun yeah, yeah exactly. it would, it would, it would yeah. have been cool yeah, yeah. It would have been cool. And like, I think that part of it too is I kind of miss Tony Stark. I kind of miss Iron Man being part of the universe. And I'm sure that there might be some fixes to that down the road, but like, yeah, like that, that's the only thing. And, and like, that's not even a gripe. Yeah. I just, I thought it was cool. I thought the way yeah. that they did this was a lot of fun. Um, I also love Anson Mount because he like just continues to put in great performances uh, across everything that I've seen him in, whether it's uh, Hell on Wheels, whether it's Star Trek. Yeah. 
Um, but getting to see him as Black Bolt, and that that had Whoop. to have been a little bit of um, redemption for that TV show. Exactly, because that show <laughs> just got torn to shreds. Man. Ooh, so bad. Yeah, but <laughs> so like, bad. I really enjoyed his character, um, even though he didn't say much. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But what he said had real. Yeah, impact. yeah, yeah. Oh, it did. Yeah. He said, "I'm sorry." Uh, mind blowing. <laughs> mind blowing. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> Oh, no, and like, oh, the fucking costume looks so dope. Yeah. Holy shit. I love, I love that commitment. Just being like, no, this is what it looks like. So this is what he's wearing. Yeah. How is this any weirder or goofier than anything else? Yeah. Um, my, I, I mean, I, I, to, to, the, to the question about the, the Illuminati, I, I liked that you could kind of see how one or two of the characters like, oh, okay, if this had happened in this universe, like, if if Maria Rambo had been the one flying the the test plane instead yeah. of Carol, yeah. she would have been the one to become Captain Marvel. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, you know that's something that we... else too that I noticed too. What? Because it wasn't because it wasn't Carol. That's how we didn't get an Avengers in that universe. Because you remember that was from from Captain Marvel. That was like her nickname, and, that, oh, and, they, yeah. and, they, and they use that thing with Nick Fury to kind of allude to like oh. Avengers, okay, yeah, no, that makes sense. But because it wasn't her in this universe, well, of course, we got an Illuminati instead of an Avengers team. Okay, yeah. little things. I and and the fact that like she's still wearing the Kree costume mm-hmm. because uh, it's it's the conversation between Carol and Monica that lead to the the uh, red, blue, and yellow. Mm-hmm. Um, I I want to disagree with one thing you said, MC, mm-hmm. and it was. Uh, you saying that if more people were up on WandaVision when they watched this, you probably wouldn't have a lot of those critiques. When that show finished, we were already hearing people justifying Wanda's actions. Oh, no, you're right. Everything people were, people were quick to be like, no, 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 well, it's, you know, I mean, she's not a villain. You're like, um, well, mm." Um, I think it's the same problem that, um, Oh fuck! What's his name? Creator of uh, Breaking Bad. Um, oh, um... god damn it! Doesn't matter. Um, he was talking about Vince Gilligan. Vince Gilligan, yes. Uh, he kept talking about how he was like, you know, the problem we have. One of the problems we have with the show was people kept being okay with everything Walt was doing. Like he kept being like, well, now he, something's going to happen. Something's going to happen. And people are going to be like, whoa, we can't support that. Like, this is the turning point. And multiple times he was like, well, okay, well, well, this will be it. And every time something would happen, people were like, yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, it's it's not it's not a good thing that he did, but it's it's understandable, it's justifiable. And he's like, Walt's a monster. <laughs> like he's <Yeah>. doing <laughs> terrible shit. <laughs> why are you okay with it? And it's because like, he's the, you, you have managed to create a character, you and everybody else managed to create a character that is so well liked, so well loved and given mm-hmm. such a, um, a strong, like emotional core to it that kind of whatever they do, we're going to find a way to justify it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's um, true. And I, 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 I mean, like we've seen, and, and this isn't the first time that, you know, we've seen a villain arc uh, where the audience is like, no, it's fine that they did that. Um, and it, you know, the more charismatic, the more people like that character, the more they're going to be okay with pretty much anything they do. Oh, yeah. With oh, like yeah. very few exceptions. Well, think about yeah. it like this, though. <clears throat> Another aspect of that is if one of the things that this villain is fighting is some form of injustice, regardless of how they're fighting it. Yeah, that's yeah, all, yeah. Because think we, about Walter White. Why did people resonate with Walter White, other than the fact that Brian Cranston is a fucking amazing actor? Is that he's fighting the healthcare system and how dog shit it is in this country? Yep. Like that's that that that's another aspect of this that I think is crazy to think is like, oh well, science teacher gets cancer and how does he pay for his treatment? Um, he sells meth. In America, that's not unrealistic. Like, that's how crazy shit is. And like, 
you 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 identify with this guy because you feel bad for his situation and the end justifies the means we've, we've used that phrase before yeah. uh, today it doesn't yeah. it doesn't mean what he did was right it means that we understand magneto is the same like that um i'm trying to think of some of the other characters that have that we're, same. i mean we're, we're the anime community is having this conversation about aaron and attack on titan yeah. because people are legitimately out here defending genocide because of because of where because of the events that have happened there yeah look at thanos we did it with thanos yeah we did it with um fuck i mean you see it all the time where i mean killmonger yeah killmonger killmonger is a great example of that um i'm trying to think of some of the other examples that i've seen the fucking joker gets it all the time because and especially because especially a dark knight joker with that oh yeah well heath ledger because heath ledger makes sense in certain spots for an insane person he makes sense you know what do they say a, a broken clock is right twice a day like yeah. he, he says these things that make sense and resonate with you but it doesn't mean that the whole breadth of his work is 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 sensical it's not like but yeah like to, to tie it back to wanda i want the question that i have with this and i get why they didn't do it because ultimately it would have been i mean even though he's technically not a man he's a robot a man comes in and saves the day. I wanted to know where the fuck Vision was. I mean, I think a, a lot of people wanted to know where where Vision was because a lot of people were expecting. Because, well, it, it's really two things. It's one. It's one. Where was Vision? Like the white Vision we saw at the end of Wanda Vision. Yeah. But then also the question of Wanda was going through all these different multiverses. Why didn't she go find Vision there? Yeah, go find a version of Vision there. Why didn't we see a version of Vision with the Wanda that that uh, are that are that are Wanda corrupted in the three eight uh, the eight three eight universe? That's it. Yeah, that, I want to know about that as well. But what makes this even weirder is that, like, at the end of Wanda Vision, we have that awesome ship of Theseus conversation between fake vision and white vision I, I i you can't even call them fake vision it was like wanda's creation white, vision. Yeah, yeah yeah though they have that awesome conversation and then he gives him all of his memories so he knows exactly what's going on he knows exactly like and that changed that vision because he was like wait a second now i get it okay cool brb and he flies away and we never see him again my question is is like one that vision was changed that vision was essentially a weapon like they took away his emotions more or less um, but the question that I have is when he got those memories from vision, does that also mean that he got his emotions? Does that mean that that changed him and that he's now that vision? And if it is, why didn't he come to try to stop Wanda? Why, what the hell is going on? Because if you do have vision show up and he tries to stop her, think about how even more impactful that is. If Wanda vaporizes him. Yeah. But then you just end up rehashing Wanda vision. Yeah. 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 Fair. Um, you essentially just end up getting the same show over again. Uh, I I guess so, if I have to have a narrative reason, uh, go ahead. Oh, well, just, I have a quote from Elizabeth Olsen on this. Okay. Oh yeah. So it's from I don't I don't know what interview that this is from, but she gave a uh, screen rant is quoting her in an article about this exact question: Where is Vision? Um, and Olsen says. Um, the decision was made early on to have Wanda just in, in search of a reality where it was just Wanda, Billy, and Tommy. Quote, they got divorced, they're separated, she's not wearing a wedding band for a reason. There you go. Huh. I, see, I, I read it more as she's, like the show ends with her um, accepting her, the death of her husband. Yeah, true. And to have him pop back up just ends up being, you know, well, hey, I know you got over this, but you're or you're making peace with it, but no, we're gonna go go through it again. Hey, baby, whereas yeah. with the kid, with the kids, like that was a brand new factor. Mm-hmm. Like that was something that she was like just that she just uh, was exposed to, and it's like, oh well, I have children. Okay, and it also becomes sort of like a like you know I'm off heroin because of methadone. Uh, it, it's her <laughs> transferring some of that that pain. Yeah. Um, into like well, okay all right well i've lost him he's gone but so yeah yeah it's all i mean i guess there's also the question of it's, it's also a thing of 
if I if I go off what I said earlier, there's no Avengers team. Where like when would Tony and or Bruce have gotten together to make Vision? Yeah, and that yeah he just doesn't that. exist. Yeah, he just yeah, he's just not there. Yeah, yeah. In mean, that in that three eight three or was it three eight three? It's eight three eight. Yeah, eight three eight. Yeah. Um, yeah. If 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 Ultron doesn't get created, then the the vision never gets created. Yeah. Um, Ultron did get created because those little bots that they had. Well, you, know, but, you know how you know it's, that, it's it's funny. Um, I've uh, I've seen people say that they kind of look at that as a way of them showcasing that Reed is is already smarter is smarter than both Tony and Reed <laughs> because he made Ultron bots that worked. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, yeah. well, hold on. We're assuming assuming that Tony made those. True. Ultron is a creation of Hank Pym. A Pym, yeah. So th- I mean, there's also oh, that too. Yeah, that's a good. There's point. also that's also a possibility. So there, I mean, because we I, don't know, we don't know what other heroes they could be in connection with in mm, that universe that they're yeah. just not part of that Illuminati team. Yeah, Reed essentially could be standing in for Tony. We know the because... rest because we also know the rest of the Fantastic Four exists, or at least Sue exists. At a bare, well, we, yeah, we know, we know. Yeah, Sue at least exists. Sue Franklin. We know Valeria they have the kids. Exists. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. Like I I like what um this did. I like what this movie did. I like that it opens up a whole lot of possibilities for new stuff. I like that we have a Fantastic Four theoretically. Um, I don't know how they're gonna fit. Well, I mean, of course they can do. Well, it's a different universe, you know. Like I, I but, think that there's so many cool things that they can do with this. I mean, but their existence in A thirty eight leads us to assume that more than likely there is a Reed Richards in our universe. Yeah. There's a one, there's several of these characters are variants of characters that we've, that we've known. Yeah. So more than likely there is at least a Reed Richards. Plus I'm curious about that quote from that Steven said when, when Reed first showed up and he was like, didn't you guys peak in the sixties? See, I thought that was, I thought that was a, um, I didn't know if that was necessarily a quote to that or if that was him making fun of their name. Which like, I mean, he, it says like it anyway. Yeah, exactly. You can, you yeah. can go you can go either way because if they're in, um, what's um, Ant-Man's, uh, the, uh, not the microverse, but the- um, Oh, the quant- uh, quantum, yeah, the quantum, the, the, yeah, the quantum, yeah, quantum universe. Yeah. If they're there or just somewhere else and they've been there where time, they have no concept of time passing. True. And what have we said before? We've said it would be really cool to do a retro, like 60s, like it'd be a different take. Yeah. It'd be a different take where you can, you can do their origin, you can do their origins and all of that. You could, you could even tie it with the first time, uh, you know, uh, the US went to space. Yeah. You know, like there are things you can do, and then There's a lot of possibilities. How, how, like, however you decide to bring them back or introduce them in the in the modern day, you you absolutely could. Yeah, I um another shout out to Sam Raimi. I fucking love when Strange uses the Darkhold to connect with another one of his uh, personas, oh and he uses the zombie one. That was whole so, fucking thing, which like was that was awful. so evil. Was that horrible. was so Evil Dead. I loved it. So horrors. Yeah, that was. Ooh. We talked, or we talked. I mean, I I, I referenced Chekhov's gun yeah. with regard to Moon Knight. Yeah. And God damn, if they didn't do it, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> they said, "Hey, when you was when when you when you set up a zombie in the first act." Um, or a corpse in the first act, you have to have that corpse come back to life. And, and, it's, and it made sense because honestly, I have totally forgot about that scene. Yeah. Because yeah. I literally turned to my friend in the theater and was like, wait, how the hell is he going to dream walk? What, 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 he, he's oh, not there. And then, and then it's happened, I was like, oh, fuck, no shit. <laughs> no fucking shit. I enjoyed, oh I enjoyed that so much. And oh, then like, Christine being like, they're just spirits. You, you, have, you can control that. And then him, oh my god, he turns the fucking cape, or turns them into the fucking cape. That shit yeah. was so, so wild. Oh so, uh, yeah, God, that was I enjoyed that, that part. Yeah, that part is like that's the kind of weird, crazy shit. I was I was very happy to see. In yeah. this and movie. the music fight. Yeah. Oh, that was you know, so people, cool. People have people have been so critical of that, and I what? thought that shit was cool. I oh, like, that was as, great. That was dope as fuck, dude. I thought it was super fun. Like yeah. I, I don't understand people complaining complaining about it. Yeah, because they're fucking. Famous. I just. That's why. Um. So, 
I, I watched something last night that, about this movie that I thought was very interesting to, yeah. to bring in to, to, to bring up now, which is um, this idea of dreams being your like you seeing yourself in the multiverse as part of, um, you know, when you dream, right? Yeah. And it made me think back, what if that is what Wanda was showing them in Age of Ultron when she was putting Tony and Steve and the others under oh, her enchantment. Oh, sh- oh, wow. And they were, they were like living, they were at, they were themselves. They were living in these, this weird alternate reality that they were not completely familiar with. But like, and Wanda obviously back then didn't, she didn't, she wasn't conscious of it, but it was still obvious that like she was using chaos magic. Yeah. So what if that, because I'm certain that maybe she doesn't exactly know what she's showing them in terms of an enchantment, but that's like, that's what she, that's what she made them do. Hmm. I just, I thought like, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm curious if that's what it is. Cause Marvel can, like, I don't think they went into it thinking that, but they can obviously make that retcon if they want to, because they'll have previous, uh, previous things that they can look back on and say, oh yeah, no, this is. This is exactly it. Yeah. There's, I mean, I think that's an interesting thought and it would be, yeah, I mean, you could do it. You could not do it. I mean, like it, it really depends on how they're feeling with it. Really? I mean, like, what, like narratively, like, what are we going to do yeah. kind of thing? So, so, um, so, so be, okay. Well, uh, beyond this though, like, where do you think we go from the MCU? Cause uh, me and my friend had a, we had a whole conversation after this movie in terms of, so because you know sometimes you know these these movies like they make it obvious what is coming next we're still very early in like phase four and there's some stuff in here but like i'm not sure exactly where where we go from here i mean the po the the mid credit scene kind of told us about strange about well, what's next for strange oh not in terms of the mcu and not in terms of the mcu in general and like what may be coming next that was one of my other gripes that was one of my other critiques. The movie ends. That's right. Yeah, you talked about that. With this great shot of like the reveal of his third eye, and you're like, "Oh fuck, that's crazy!" And it's like, it's also a, um, it's a dragon hell callback, which is pretty great. Um, it's also a, a Evil Dead callback too. Yeah, and he's he's horrified, and he's like screaming, and that's the end of the movie. And then the mid credit scene just has him just. Like open that third eye and be like, yeah, all right, let's go. Let's go. He was like, he's like, I'm freaked out by this, but then hot ass Charlize Theron shows up and wait, hang on, baby, let me show you what I got. Yeah, like, yeah, Clint shows this. up and he's like, oh, dope, yeah, let's go. <laughs> yeah, what? No, bullshit. Yeah, it's weak. Um, as far as MC's question, as far as like what's next for the, for the MCU, fuck, I don't know, man. Like, I there's so many threads that they've started because there's the whole signal coming from. Uh, Shang-Chi's rings. Mm-hmm. There's the whole, why has nobody mentioned the fact that there's a giant fucking like uh, petrified body in the ocean? We'll get there. Yeah, we'll get exactly. Yeah, yeah. We'll get, yeah, it's coming. There's so many threads that are out there right now that we just don't know what they're going to do. There's the, the shit I mean, that happened with um, Loki where there's now, you know, the fucking multiverse and Kang is out there somewhere doing whatever fucking oh. Kang does. Like there's, yeah, there's so many threads going right now that like i have no idea what's next then there's also the question of and i don't think marvel is going to take the time to explain this but uh three things incursions incursions yeah buddy yeah so we have incursions but then also the differences if any between multiverse multiple universes and multiple timelines yeah yeah, I'm wondering if they're, it, if those are the same things or if they're going to play play that up differently. And someone also brought up an interesting thing too about um, when you when you think back to when Strange said uh, or uh, Strange looked through the multiverse to see how they defeat Thanos. If if he saw this universe and then opted not to take it because it's the one in which he died. Oh, instead of Tony. I'd be fucked up, but I wouldn't put it past him. Whoa. Yeah. Damn. Because they defeated Thanos in that universe. 
They did, yeah. Now, and it's also arguable, it's also arguable that while he looked at that many, he didn't look at all of them. Also true. Yeah. Um, well, but and, yeah, no, and, he totally could have been like, wait, I no, I'm good. <laughs> well, and, and that's the other thing is like, we're talking about different, different multiverses. Like, that doesn't, okay. So that doesn't necessarily, they're not necessarily the same thing. Like you said, multiple timelines, multiple universes. So think of it like this, right? He could have been looking through the multiverse, but he could have also been like looking at like, um, call not causality. What's the word I'm looking for? Probability. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, so these are all the different possible outcomes in our universe of what could happen. Because that, like, looking at a different multiverse doesn't necessarily help him. Because if he does, there's different characters, there's different players involved in this event. So yes, they did defeat Thanos in that universe, but we don't even know if there's a Tony Stark in that. Oh universe. well, wait, no, hold on. No, we do know that. Like, no, he was looking variables. Because they in so so at least in terms of like you know order of operations that we know of, um, the multiverse is something that he's like I know barely anything about it. So the idea that he was able to just tap into it and see every different incarnation across like multi million versions of universes, like no, I, at that point I don't think he even really had a full grasp. Yeah, and because wasn't there a sacred thing. timeline at that point, anyways? And like it hadn't like branched off into a million different multiverses. Excellent point. Yeah, yeah that's the other thing. Yeah, it's the other the other side of it too. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't think it was. Yeah, I don't think he had access to the multiverse yet. I think that it was literally he was looking at probability more or less, and like looking at like all the different like ways that they could have defeated. It was probably well, that's probably it was different timelines at that yeah. point because. Uh, the main timeline hadn't been broken by Loki yet, or, yeah. or because of the events of Loki, I should say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's what's the, what's the next movie? What's what's our next uh, Thor? Thor. Okay. Um, I'm fuck. I, who knows what's going on? It makes me care. The thing with Thor is interesting too. Is they're showing off very little of that movie before, mm-hmm. and yeah. I th- I feel like that's very intentional. But I wonder I wonder why. Yeah. Yeah, um, I also think Thor. Think Thor is also more connected to Moon. Like now that I think about it, with everything shifting down, some it would make sense that Thor probably connects more than Moon Knight with the different pantheons of gods that we've got. We got to see the Egyptians and Moon Knight. We're seemingly getting Zeus uh, in 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 Thor four. I think they cast someone to play Bast in that movie too. Yeah, this is going to, it's going to be interesting, especially with the trailer where it's, it's him getting back in shape. It's him talking about like, what, what's next, essentially, like, what am, what am I going to do? Am I going to be a God? Am I going to be a hero? What am I going to be? Am I going to be the leader of my people? So like this, this really, I'm really captivated by this movie and I don't know anything about what's actually going to happen. And I, like, mean, I, I think that that's great. And honestly, I trust yeah. the shit out of Taika Waititi. Yeah. I mean, because it's like, after everything Thor has been through, I think we're all at a point where we're just like, if he just wants to do nothing for two hours, we'd understand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like if he, if he just right, doesn't, uh, doesn't want to do have anything. Pancakes. Yeah. I'm like, all right, fuck, have, let Thor have some pancakes, man. Let the guy alone. Yeah. <laughs> there was also, um, I saw some stuff about with that, that big skeleton that he was using the chain for, like what that could have been. Are you talking about? Oh, was it not? Uh, I just assumed it was um, Surter. Who's Surter? Oh, the, uh, the, the, <laughs> the devil, the, basically. The, the, the guy god from the uh, giant from... fire demon. Yeah. Oh, oh that's, right, that's right. That's right. I don't know. I mean, we'll see. Like, I'm, I'm excited to see where, where they're going with us. Um, after Thor, we then have what? So we know Thor's next. Uh, She-Hulk and then Black Panther. Well, as far as TV shows, is She-Hulk. Oh, uh, She-Hulk, uh, the Werewolf by Night special. Well, I just found out earlier, or when we started, that What If is still scheduled to come out this year. Oh, it is. Just okay. later, yeah, it's still scheduled to come out later this year. Yeah. And then we also have the Guardians Christmas special. Guardians Christmas special. Yeah, I'm curious how Guardians is going to play out too, because I think they just finished filming it, if I remember correctly. Yeah, not long ago. Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious how that's gonna go. I'm that, curious how Thor's involved. Um 
Yeah. Honestly, that Werewolf by Night one is the one I'm looking at mostly because I, I, I feel like there are a lot of possibilities about who or what could show up in that. Yeah. And, who's and it my... might give us a it might give us a, a much better idea of what's to come. Like if they're if they are going to go into doing more like weird supernatural occult uh, type stuff, then uh, yeah. Which of these ones that are coming out? Which what are we? Oh, we'll, we'll roundtable this real quick, and then we'll uh, we'll go ahead and wrap up. Of the products that are coming next, which one are you looking forward to the most, Rambo? Probably Love and Thunder. It's also the one I'm, I'm the most nervous about, because um, I've seen how I, I've seen the action figure for Gore, uh, who's the villain. Same yeah. here. And uh, just looks like Christian Bale in a robe, um, <laughs> <laughs> which like I'm excited to see Christian Bale do some some villainous shit in this movie. But uh, yeah, uh, he's such a cool character. I I. I am I am feeling the feelings that a lot of people were feeling uh, were very vocal about with uh, regard to Ragnarok. Like I never read Walt Simonson's Ragnarok run, so I didn't have the same kind of like personal connection to it. And by like, but I read that God Butcher story, um, and Taika Titi is a more than competent director. I am very excited about whenever he's on a project. But part of his his shtick is, you know, is the dramedy, is the doing the very heavy moments with very light comedy. And that means he can be a little dismissive of certain things in, in, at times. Yeah. Um, and I could very much see uh, parts of that story being sort of like hand-waved, uh, which would be a bummer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Overall, it's that I'm I'm lo- really looking forward to the the Werewolf by Night thing as well. But in terms of like high profile stuff, definitely uh, Love and Thunder. MC. Yeah, no, I'm I'm a, I'm same uh, Love and Thunder. Um, I'm very curious about. I'm curious about what they're going to do with the the Jane Foster storyline because uh, they did say that they are going to adapt the uh, the cancer story from the comics for for that, and I feel like. You know, we kind of alluded to it earlier with people being upset with the MCU, as they say, <laughs> whether whether there's going to be some attempt to like be more dismissive of this movie because of her involvement, because Jane Foster is wielding Mjolnir and is seemingly going to be a big part of uh, be a big part of it. And um, I'm just I'm, I'm, I'm just unsure about I'm curious about the Guardians, like the involvement of the Guardians in this. And what kind of like what's going to happen to Thor, whether like are, are they going to do something where Chris Hemsworth is still going to want to come back to play his character? Are they going to do a thing where Thor seemingly like just retires, just kind of goes off and, you know, he'll just pop up wherever he, he pops up because Chris Hemsworth may be done. Like, I, I'm not sure, but I'm curious to see um, what they do with that. And I think secondarily, Black Panther also just because don't. Uh, don't know how they're going to handle the stuff, the thing with with uh, T'Challa. So I'm I'm super curious with like what they're going to do with that. Yeah, Thor. I would say yeah. I'm I'm kind of in agreement with you guys. Um, I'm really curious about the She-Hulk series. Um, I'm curious about it, but I don't know enough about it. So either way, I'm watching all of it. So I don't fucking care. But um, the one that I'm looking forward to the most is the next Ant Man. Because we know for a fact that yeah. King is going to be in that one. And I'm just like, okay, I want to know what the fuck this guy is up to. And I want to know what's going on. Because I feel like that, that reveal we got at the end of Loki was like, this is their big bad for this run. But it may not be. So who knows? It could all be sleight of hand. But I'm I'm super excited and I really want to see what's going on with that. Uh, what do, do we have the release date for that? Didn't it? That's just swapped with Captain Marvel, right? Uh, the release date for Quantumania. Uh, sure. I haven't. I haven't kept up with them. Twenty twenty three. It's looking like February seventeenth, twenty twenty three. Okay. Oh, look at that! Right around my birthday. So, I okay. Theory. They're filming season two of Loki right now. Yeah. 
I wonder if there. I wonder if it's go if that is going to be the tie-in series. So if we see Loki as like the the 2023 premiere series for these TV shows, have because that we, kick it we, off and then run it into Quantum Media. Yeah, because, yeah, because we saw like we what saw they wanted to the, do with WandaVision and yeah, with, from yeah. the Loki finale when uh, Sylvie killed He Who Remains, and we saw the giant Kang statue at the at the end. So I wonder if that's going to be the big tie-in for that for Quantum Mania. I mean, it, it could oh, it, it could, could work could sure, yeah, or it could be the vice versa. Quantum Mania leads into Loki. I mean, it's I guess we'll see, but uh, either way, I'm I'm excited. Uh, the MCU just continues to give more compelling stuff, and uh, yeah. So we'll go ahead and wrap up yeah. this episode. Uh, thanks to MC Brooks, thanks to James Rambo, and thank you all for listening and doing what you do because we wouldn't be able to continue to do this podcast without your uh, support and love. So we appreciate you very, very much. Uh, we will be back next week with another set of episodes, so make sure you stay tuned for those. Uh, for all of us here at the Great Geek Refuge, thank you very much uh, for tuning in. And remember, together, there are no heights that we can't reach. I'm feeling like I'm the hero that saves me There, I hold my head high, get everything right Delusional, maybe <laughs> Yo, this whole last year was a shit show Just finding out now what I didn't know Seems like each time when I get low I place blame everywhere that it shouldn't go And that's what's keeping me up Falling apart, man, I keep it a buck You still act like I'm holding you up I still feel like I'm totally not Said and I pretend to know that Things come out my mouth that I should probably learn to hold back Why do I expect to have the patience that I don't have Over and over expecting a different result, yeah Hey, at least in my mind, I'm feeling like I'm Thank you for listening to GGR Pirate Radio Make sure you check out our website, greatgeekrefuge.com For all of our awesome articles and wonderful podcasts this has been a Pirate Radio Network production, Juice Bags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy! <laughs>